0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. We're recording uh, a couple of days late, but uh, that's fine. Last week was just a busy week, and so it's Monday morning here in the UK. Well, I say Monday morning, it's 12.30, so technically the afternoon now. And uh, me and Josh just rec- debriefing the last two weeks. It's been a good two weeks. How are you doing, Josh?
1: Doing well. The sun's out. Christmas is in the air. Feeling good, excited to rest, excited to be with family, excited to eat some good food. Me too. Come on.
0: It's been a good two weeks. So, Josh, why don't you So, those – I'll recap everyone. For those of you who can't remember, every uh, other week, every two weeks, me and Josh uh, let you in on a little conversation we have, and we go through five things. We talk about the success of the past two weeks. We talk about the challenge of the past two weeks. We talk about what we've been reading, what we've been listening to, and finally we conclude – with what we have learnt. And uh, we just let you in on that, uh, partly because we want to document the journey of building a business. Uh, we've been at it now uh, for a couple of years, but going intensely since September. Um, but we also, uh, we do it because we think we're learning lessons that will help you in your leadership, in your managing of organisations, in your marketing, in your communications. We're learning things that you will, will help you. And so we kind of just hope that we add some value to your life. And, uh, yeah, and help you out. So Josh, uh, what has been the success for you for the past two weeks?
1: A little bit of a geeky success that I like. I, I enjoyed, um, the automation process. So as I guess, as we scale and grow, um, and you know, we get more emails through more, our times are split in different areas. And it's, you know, as a designer, I'm not just a designer. I'm responding to things, talking about things, setting things up and actually setting up a system that makes that as easy as possible so when a client for example we've got a project in where it involves different pages being designed for a booklet or a brochure or things like that and so instead of like having everything in emails drip fed through or just what you know something like that how do we how do we make that as smooth as possible so we built out a google form where it has uh, you know details of like what's on this page what's the image request or style of image or things like that we just kind of like start to write it all out and instead of just again we could have just left it there and press submit and we could have viewed the spreadsheet or the form at the end and kind of fitted it in but we're like, how can we take this to the next the next level and implement it, uh, kind of like into one of our, you know, task managers that we use? Um, and so we've managed to kind of there's a, you know, a website uh, kind of software called Zapier. Many of you have probably used this before, where it, just, it links across anything. So you could link across, you know, somebody sends you an email and it automatically sends it to Slack or it sends it to a spreadsheet or it sends it to something like that. So we wanted to link. Um, a Google form or a Google spreadsheet uh, row. So all the information that's on that row, and we want to send it to our task manager. So we've got to send it actually to Asana and also to Trello and it creates a card. So it basically creates this system. So it took a little while to set up, you know, because we kind of like you're writing a, you know, a little bit of information, you know, making sure that the title links across and all this stuff. But basically it's, you know, when you've got, you know, 50 pages coming through, it saves a lot of time. It makes it super easy just to kind of like click on, look through, um, it automatically tags, you know, Peter and me on a on a card, so we see it instantly when it comes through, and then we can be like, right, this needs designing, and then we can put it across. So for me, that's been a huge success. The fact that it works, and it's, and I'm like, oh, that's made it a lot easier.
0: So this was a client. If people cast their minds back to maybe two, three months ago, we talked about we'd had a client where we took on a job, and it was like an absolute, ma- like just a Everest of a job. It just was like lots and lots of, it was a brochure, lots of, lots of page requests, lots of emails flying about lots of late nights. It was just very confusing. And so um, they commissioned us again to do their brochure for the next quarter. And this time they didn't want a quarterly brochure. They wanted a half yearly brochure. So it was double the length. And we just like, we need to make the actual like organization process of this much easier. And so creating the form has saved us so much time. Uh, it saved us quite a lot of stress. Uh, And, you know, in client services, there's always an element of back and forth and uh, waiting on people and stuff. So that's still going on a little bit, but it's, um, it's been so much easier to manage the project than it was last time. And our inbox is so, uh, so less busy, which is nice. So uh, it's really, really, really helped. It's really helped. And we're also bringing in extra team. You know, the company's grown since the last project, so we've got a number of people helping out on the project. And so, um, Email's just wasn't gonna cut it anymore because we had to let other people into what was going on and it's really, really, really helped, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's definitely been my you know huge success. It just made it a bit easier. It's just been, you know, it's every bit of communication is done mainly through that. Um or it should be at least. Yeah. Um it is on the whole. It is on the whole. So that's great. So that's definitely been a massive success. And it's felt like, oh, we can we can now scale its speed when you have some systems like this in place so it's like okay what else can we do to make you know life this easy so yeah that's been great what about you what's been the biggest success
0: it feels like we're finishing the year strong yeah. uh, you know we we've got work lined up for this month we're taking two weeks off and we've got work lined up for january and it just feels like we're really finishing the year strong Um, But lining ourselves up ready for the next quarter really well too. So um, that for me has been a real success because I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to have a restful Christmas if I was worrying about work in January. Um, So we've got quite a lot of projects lined up for January and um, we're really excited about that. And so that kind of means that for me at least I can take two weeks off and actually be restful uh, not worry about spending a little too much money because uh, I know I've got work coming in January and that's all good to go. So I'm uh, I'm pretty pleased about that. And uh, just another real success uh, for me is the virtual conference. We've got like nearly 200 people signed up for that virtual conference, and I'm like super pleased about that. Uh, so that's really good too. So I think those two things for me feel really successful, and um, I'm definitely. And maybe this is in challenges, but I'm definitely in need of a holiday. But it feels like we're, we're getting everything done that we need to get done. So that's super, uh, super good.
1: Oh, it sounds good. And with the sunshine on my face in the window, it's like here in holiday. I'm like, oh,
0: I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Um, so challenge. I, I mean, I, I, need it. I, I touched on it then, so I'm, I'll go straight into challenge. You know, I think for me and... Um, I think I'm feeling the winter blues a little bit. I, you know, it's cold. My my office is on the north side of the house. Yeah. So uh, our back of our house is south facing, so the whole back of the house gets the sun all day long. The front of the house is north facing, which means that there's no sun whatsoever. So I'm looking at a bright sunny day outside, but it is cold. And um, it's just winter blues, you know. Um, so that's, I'm just ready for the holiday. And I think also just feeling the, you know, we feeling the pains of the growth in the business, but also when you're growing a business, you yourself are growing. So, you know, we've got, we've got freelancers that work for us now and I've never had that. So, you know, we had to, we have to pay the freelancers um, and we had a situation recently where we were waiting on a fairly hefty invoice to get paid and we paid all our in. Our, our freelancers, but we couldn't pay ourselves until that invoice was paid. And, uh, you know, that went from, well, oh, let's leave it a day to a week later, we still haven't paid ourselves. And I'm like, uh, I really need some money. You know, I need to get trade tickets for our weekend plans and all that kind of stuff going on. And, and you're the same. So I just feel like the growth pains of growing a business, both um, as a structures in the business, but also just personally like facing challenges and situations that I've never faced before, challenge uh, situations that I've never had to deal with before, um, and that 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 causes some growth and that causes some ch- pain, I guess growth pains. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's been one of the challenges for the past couple of weeks. So what about you, Josh? What's the uh, challenge for the past few weeks been?
1: Again, when you when you're growing something, and you know, as as, as the as the listeners know, like if you've heard it before, like I'm just, I'm in that kind of like transition, stepping over phase from you know, self-employed to, you know, full-time the business. And it's like, I'm putting like full-time in hours on like both things, you know, and it's like, you know, and that will at one time like fully shift into, in, into one thing, but it's like at the moment I'm still trying to manage that. I'm like, I've got to put food on the table for family. You know, I've got rent to pay house, you know, car and all this stuff. And you know, another kid on the way, Whoop. Come on, which is exciting. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work that out and be like, okay, what's, what's going on. And I realized that, Hey, okay, we've got two weeks before, you know, we break up for Christmas and we've got some, we've got quite a few projects on. So it's like, in theory, the schedule's packed out. And in theory, it's like, that's enough for me to kind of get by on when that comes through. So, you know, even planning, planning the week, I think that can be the challenge. Is like, okay, how am I going to plan and map my week out? Who am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? So, uh, you know, a a client who I work with in, in my personal self-employed stuff came and said, Hey, can you give me roughly around two days of work this week? and, I said no, which would have been great. I mean, that's cash in the bank, you know, uh, pretty immediate. And I'm like, I'm going to have to say no because so I've got a few other things on. Banking on the fact that, you know, there's going to be a few things that work out. And it's like we're trying to plan the week and it's like, oh, it's something gone silent. And it's like, well, that's there. You know, it's potentially there. So I had to kind of keep that open because, you know, we're trying to do this. But it's, I guess that's the challenge of like, oh, what do I, do I, if I say yes to this, I wipe that out. And potentially then it becomes, you know, 24-hour days or I've got to, you know, find someone to help out with that. Or I say I say no, and then suddenly it's like, oh, it's radio silent. And the other thing, I'm like, did I make a good decision?
0: <laughs> it's it's we're in that in between stage, aren't we? Where we're we're busy enough that we could not have to do anything else, yeah. But we're we're not busy enough to um, financially for us all to work out yet. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of a really tricky stage. You have to kind of have a little bit of um, play chicken a little bit, don't you? You know. Um, and we say that a lot I think on the podcast you know it's just the pains of growing a business and particularly the way we're growing a business you know we haven't taken investment yeah we haven't taken a bank loan we didn't really put any personal money in couldn't have any you know to to kind of kickstart the business so a lot of people uh, when they take investment or loan or whatever what they're using that money for is basically paying themselves <laughs> Um whilst we're not doing that we're doing that off services off actually running an agency and so I think that's a really uh, bootstrapping I think is the technical term No, I think bootstrapping is the technical term um, and it's tricky it's hard you know but in the long run it'll pay off better because um, every p- piece of money we make is ours 100% it's not an investors we're not paying off a bank loan you know we're not we're not running the business off off, off credit or right or debt you know we're running it off yeah Cash, you know, hard-earned cash. And so I went and bought myself a pair of jeans yesterday, Josh. Ooh. It felt so good. I bought myself some jeans. I bought myself a new shirt. And I'm like, this feels so good. Like, I have worked hard for this money, and I am buying myself a 20-quid shirt in River Island. Um-
1: <laughs> well done. Well done. Have you you no, been- good. Go on, yeah. What were you going to say? I was
0: going to say, have you been reading anything?
1: Have I been reading anything? Um, I have. I... Uh- Order a book especially for advent um and it was uh i can't what it's called but it's done by destiny image so there's a whole host of different authors in there from you know bill johnson's in there daniel Kalender, christ for all nations um we've got heidi baker's in there there's, there's a, just a bunch of different authors who just to you know have really shaped and influenced my life so it's like there's a you know 25 days going through so starting to read that through um daily um and there's like a prayer at the end. It's really, it's just it's just really nice. Um oh, it's just really good to kind of like go through and, and focus kind of on that. I've got another little one which is that the story of Christmas, which I read through every year, like a little advent thing. So I really like kind of like stripping aside any of the books that I'm reading and kind of start to go through you know, the advent advent stuff and and go through that. So that's been that's been really rewarding. We read that like as a family, um and you know, as, as much as we can with you know, Judah kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I was, I was at your house last week and he's got his colors down.
1: He's got his colors down. He can count to 20. Come on. Like, doesn't, but misses the word seven. Like, I don't know what it is about the word, number seven, but he's, which is a shame because, you know, big David Beckham fan, David Beckham, number seven. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's got colors down and numbers. That's but um, yeah, what are you reading at the moment?
0: So I started a book called Cold War Letters by Thomas Merton.
1: Saw it on Instagram.
0: Sort of Instagram. So Thomas Merton is uh he was a monk, Catholic monk, and um writing predominantly in the 60s and 70s, during uh this book was uh it's a collection of letters, uh his personal letters to friends during the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, when basically the world thought there was about to be a nuclear war. And he in these letters is basically making the case against war, particularly nuclear war. Um so I find it super challenging, and um, this idea—you know—where does Jesus? Where is the story of Jesus and following Jesus' impact on our politics and how we engage with the world around us and engage with current affairs? And I think um, a lot of Christians they do one of two things—you know—they either totally ignore it, you know, they say we have, no, you know, a soldier has nothing to do with civilian affairs, so we totally ignore. It. We have nothing to do with it. We don't engage with the political realm at all. And the other group of christians they go let's love it let's embrace everything it's all amazing let's get as much power for christians as we can and then you know christians being a power that's the best thing in the world when i actually think there's like a middle ground and uh, i just find it really um it's kind of intellectually stimulating you know i've got a politics degree so working out where does my faith uh hit the world i just find it really great and because there's a collection of letters the way they're written, like, so short and punchy, in the, uh-huh. you know, because cause they're personal letters, you know? So they're, like, short and punchy and very, like, concise. It's not like reading an academic book on how Christians should engage with war. It's not like that. You know, it's some guy writing to his mate saying... I'm horrified by this, or I really think this, and so um yeah, there's recommended readings in there, or you know, books he's telling his friends to read, and it's just really interesting, and uh, so I'm really enjoying it. I was on trains a lot this weekend, so I spent a lot of time reading that, so that's been that's the, the, the i mean I, I'm always reading a whole bunch of other stuff, but that's the the major book I picked up this week.
1: Oh, nice. And because it's in like
0: short letters, they're like bought by paragraphs. So, you know, it's fairly easy to just to pick it up. Oh, I'll read a few of these letters. Oh, great. And then put it back down again. You know, it's not like when you're reading a chapter book, where you've got to read a chapter at a time or anything like that. So it's good.
1: Yeah. Oh, come on.
0: Um, been listening to anything, Josh?
1: Uh, have I been listening to anything? I, uh, a couple of things. Um, uh, I used to be a, a Spotify subscriber, but then I think, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but I think I did earlier on, like I had Spotify was listening to stuff. But at that point we were using, um, my wife and I were using, um, like white noise to help Julie get to sleep. If, you know, if he needed that. Now he's fine. He just zonks off. Cause I bought this thing on black Friday, this, this, this glow, this clock thing, which is just a game changer. And he loves it. Uh, anyway, but so I don't have Spotify. Is he
0: waking up in the morning? Is he using the clock in the morning yet?
1: Well, I feel like it. Like, t- like today, for example. Like he, the, the problem is, <laughs> what I try and say to him, like Judah, when the sun comes up on the screen, that's when you can, like, that's when it's time to get up. You know, shout, hey, Dada, blah blah blah, I'll come in. Uh, what was happening before is like he was shouting, shouting, shouting before that. because he'd wake up before the thing. Well, we got it set to six thirty, so it's like that's you know fine. Um, but he was shouting, shouting, shouting before that. Anytime from like five thirty onwards, and we're like, oh no! And then like suddenly the I sometimes I'd like, go in like blah, blah, blah. And then, but I've noticed that he'd go quiet as soon as the sun came out. And I'm like, Oh, it's the other way around, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's the other way around. Like now, now like, I'm starting to fall asleep again. Cause I'm like, I don't hear him, but I'm like, Oh no, no. Like we can, like, let's go downstairs. Uh, that's not what I was listening to. Anyways, the point was like, he used to, he, I basically had a Spotify subscription just for him. So I was like, I'm canceling this. Like you can listen to YouTube mate and have the ads that come on. You know. Um, but I went on Spotify and was listening. I didn't listen to actually my this year's playlist, but I saw, you know, they did the whole thing of like what you listen to. I skipped all that stuff. But I went back and, um, cause all the stuff was like his lullabies. I'm like, oh, yeah. But, uh, but I went back to like when I was a Spotify user in 2016. So I started listening to my old playlist of like, oh, this is what I listened to three years ago. So that was pretty cool. Just there was a lot of like United Pursuit on there when their simple gospel album came out. Um, and then actually the main thing I listened to, which has been like spread over the last couple of weeks. Since now being an official podcaster, I've tried to get involved in the podcast realm because, you know, I never listened, I don't think I'd ever listened to a podcast until like a couple of weeks ago, uh, until I started on Mark Homer and, uh, you know, uh, the Hustle hustle one. Um, so I thought, well, let's see what else is out there, you know. As the market leaders, I thought it would be better if we uh, go out there and have a little listen. <laughs> Just joking. But, um, you know, I listened to messages and sermons and all that stuff and audio books. So I'm like, oh, it's basically the same. I thought, oh, listen, let's, let's listen to a couple of the big the big hitters. So, listen to this cultural moment—one with John Tyson, who we've got speaking on, at our event in uh, February. It's a brilliant one, um, really, really good. Um, which was just, it's just some really interesting stuff about church and how like they do church, and you know how it's different in New York to where he was in Orlando or in Florida, wherever he was. And then the main one that's been like spread over the last couple of weeks that I've been listening to with my wife—that isn't the the hustle and hurry one. Is one with Carrie uh, Newhoff, and then it was he was talking to Rebecca Lyons, uh, who runs Q with her husband Gabe. Um, and I've got her books ready to listen to on my subscription service that I listen to because they look really good about rhythms. And she was basically talking about like anxiety, panic attacks, and like, creating rhythms in your life, which is just really interesting to listen to. It's you know she runs a great organization called Q, which is kind of like TED Talks I feel like, but like you know it's just a great. I mean, that's probably done a great disservice. I haven't done a lot of research. But yeah, it's kind of like title for Christians, I think, and they, they run like retreats and hosting things. But it's just really interesting hearing her journey um, and like overcoming some of these, you know, panic attacks and different things. And um, which you know, I've, I've never it's never been in my mind of kind of stuff like that. Uh, you know, to understand what it, what it actually is like for somebody. So I'm like, oh wow, that's you know that is pretty severe. So, and how she kind of like came over that, how she put some rhythms in her life to really, you know, stop that from happening again and what rest looks like for her and what she needs and how she structures her day and just some really interesting stuff that I'm interested to kind of like put into practice, even over just the Christmas break. One of her main things I took away from it was she realized that for her, everyone is different, but she's like, I realized that for me, basically I'm most creative in the morning, like in the afternoon, my creativity and my actual ability to do creative things zaps off. And what had happened was every morning I was filling my morning with meetings and phone calls and things like that, which is like the normal standard thing. And then the afternoons, it's like, why can't I not, perf- like, why well, I'm not performing well? So she's like, I switched it around. I didn't do anything that was like a meeting, a phone call, anything like that until the afternoon. And I found that my productivity just went through the roof. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, the world or like how I'm, how I know it is like, you just, you know, you start off with your emails and you start off like with kind of like going through what the plan for the day, as opposed to just being like, Let's just go jump straight into creative stuff while I'm fresh. I'm like, I might try doing that and seeing like, Hey, I'm going to start, you know, potentially let's talk about it, you know, and figure it out. But it's like, i
0: just moved my entire work schedule around on a podcast yeah, no. episode, everyone. Um, I'm joking.
1: But no, it's, it just felt interesting. I'm like, Oh, that, that could be a cool thing to like to try out and see like, Hey, if we plan like the night before or the Friday, ready for what we do Monday, obviously, you know, still check the email, but like jump straight in on a few things. How, you know, how will that work and how, you know, if we just, you know i'm just interested to see so it's been really cool listening to podcasts and and hearing that so um yeah that's been great
0: carrying you off podcast that carrying you off podcast like every episode is pure gold uh really 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 helpful i really like
1: it so um yeah no i'm excited to listen to three more so um Come on, you got me on the podcast bandwagon. Uh, So he did a
0: great one this week with two of his um, staff members that are both millennials talking Uh about, and he's obviously not a millennial. He's like in his fifties. And so he was talking about how he leads them and they would talk about, you know what makes them thrive in a work culture and and I found that really helpful because we're starting to grow the team a little bit and so for the first time having to like manage staff members and we've got someone kind of coming in properly and kind of a management position in January and so just kind of learning how to manage people I found it so helpful uh really interesting so that was I think that was last week was the episode from last week really good stuff um
1: really good stuff that's been great um I've obviously listened to that as well, but what do you listen yeah. to?
0: Well, that I was going to say, but the other thing I've been listening to, John Furlow from iHop Fame, uh, yeah. released a Christmas album, and oh, it's nice. On. It's beautiful. So uh, I was listening to that most of last week. It was getting me in the vibes, ready for Christmas. Um, so that's kind of that's going kind to of be it. Really, that's going kind to of
1: be it. I if you hear clicks right now, it's because I'm actually clicking to search for it because. I mean that guy. Oh, I mean I can't believe i made notifications to his personal, you know, to his life, but I mean oh man, he he's great. It was,
0: good. it was good. It's a really good album. Um so that's recommend that one. Cool. So just to close up, Josh,
1: what have you learned? Um what have I learned? I mean I think planning helps everything. Um you know, as for the Enneagram followers out there or for, you know, whatever it is, you know, personal development stuff. And, you know, I I appreciate the Enneagram for the stuff that you can learn about yourself, but I don't use that as a, as a weapon for myself or for anyone else or for anything like that other than just like, Oh, how can I perhaps understand myself a little bit more and, you know, help become the best me. Um, you know, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I think I'm a pretty solid seven. Um, would you agree (laughs) um so when I look at some of the things that you know naturally like a seven could do some help with and a lot of the stuff is like you know putting some structures in place and some planning and you know even though that's what makes us run the furthest that can help in in the in the the moments and my wife is a one and before I even knew that she was a one I knew that she was just a phenomenal planner like she planned everything's planned and structured and you know it's just been great so you know I'm almost the complete opposite of that
0: yeah I agree trying to work out with Josh where he wants to go for dinner in a new, particularly if you're in a, no, no, wherever you are actually is, can be a bit of a, it can take a while, can't it, Josh? There's lots of options. There's always lots of options. (laughs) The problem's never lack of options.
1: No. And I think that the the thing that I'm learning with, not only with Peter, but also my wife, it's helping me to understand like actually just running this business and like having two people that were very different to me. I'm learning a lot more about me and I'm like, Oh, like I, like for me, I'm like, the, the, for me, sidebar, the most exciting thing about going to dinner kind of thing is like, you know, I don't think anything of like, we've made a reservation or we're planning to go somewhere and changing the plan at the last second. Because for me that's the most exciting part. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> oh, let's plan to go here. Like when we walk down the street and suddenly I see a different option. I'm like, we go in here. Like that for me is like the most exciting thing. Whereas like my heart is like, like you change a plan. It's like, that's like throws you into like, like what? I'm with Ma. yeah I hate that and like oh. for me I'm like whoa I can't be so rigid like what if a better option comes up like
0: <laughs> like how
1: can we miss up on this amazing opportunity that's just been presented like, you know like that's how I see the world you know I'm like I can't see anything more exciting about this right now like yeah I wanted to go for that pizza and pastor in that place right there and sit down meal but the thought of like greasy tacos like let's go do this me and Josh once
0: spent an hour walking around Covent Garden trying to find somewhere to eat <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and yeah oh yeah but so I think what I've learned what I've learned is like planning is great so at the moment it's in in, in my own like personal life with like with my own, like I'm trying to really plan like, okay what does the next year look like what does the next 10 years look like what do what are we trying to build like in, in our marriage like we did that a little bit before we started but that wasn't you know we just kind of like jumped in and just and, and ran with it We're like, let's go to the UK and let's plan you know, let's go there but actually start to really step put some things in place like how do we sit, can we sit down and dream and pray and start to build a bit of a structure for what our lives, so that you know we're not just like flowing into it because like we've done that, I've done that, I've let, you know I've kind of like led her in that way. But it would be great to do that. The same with the business of like actually putting some structures and some pl- things in place. Nobody like my biggest success of the week was something that involved a structure. Now I love it. Like I love that thing. Like that. I'm like, oh, that's it's made the. Cre- it hasn't taken anything away of the creativity. It's, it's just made, made it. Just, oh, it's made it so much better. Like I can like it's like I'm not spending you know four hours. Doing well, I did have to do it first, you know, manually inputting this stuff in. It's like now it's set up, it automatically does it. I'm like, this is genius. So I think it's just like they they really aid. You know, I, I do enjoy going off the beaten track and jumping into something that's spontaneous and random like that. But actually having some structures in place,
0: but having the structure in place allows you to do that without yeah. feeling bad about it because you know the yeah. structures is getting everything else done.
1: Yeah. And like going forward, like us starting to have a having a bit of a clearer plan. Like we've we've got as far as we've got effectively without with just like just like going with the flow. Like what's the next best thing? Like how do we do this this week?
0: Josh thinks we've gone with the flow, but I've had a really clear plan in my head. Yeah, yeah
1: I know. Yeah, yeah. I take <laughs> that. In some ways, yes. like you no, know, I still had a pretty clear plan. Like this is how we're going to build the Instagram. This is how we're going to do this.
0: You're right. We've we've gone with the flow a little bit. We've gone with the flow.
1: Yeah, and now it's starting to be like okay, we have less time to kind of like be in every area because we're over a lot of areas. How do we maximize our efficiency in this and, you know, going into the new year, taking on more people, you know, stuff like that.
0: I'm just going to jump in because my lesson is really similar. Okay, and yeah. uh, we had a conversation last Monday morning um, where we looked at everything that we needed to get done before the end of the year. So we're trying to take two weeks off for Christmas, everyone. Like we're shutting down shop and uh, basically like, December 22nd, we're doing a business retreat. Just me and Josh with debrief 2019 and plan for 2020. And then from that weekend for two weeks, so Christmas and New Year, we're totally off. I like, work emails are getting deleted on my phone, and we're just going to kind of totally take some time out, ready to hit the ground running in 2020. Yeah. But we so we were planning everything we needed to get done, and it I just found it so helpful because then it allowed us to execute. So we basically spent the rest of like the next, the rest of the week executing on everything that we needed to get done. But we did spend a good solid like two, three hours like planning it all out. And um, it wasn't even that we didn't even have like a list of how we would like, we didn't even plan every single task, but we just kind of had a structure in place of knowing what we're going to get done and what we're going to do. And it's made decision-making really easy. Uh, it's made how we handle clients really easy. It's just made everything like so much easier. And I think a lot of time in business, there's two kind of solid legs, you know, there's one leg which is planning and the other is execution. And I think we're both fairly decent at execution um, because we've. when you're freelance, you have to learn how to execute, you have to learn how to do. Um, and I think what we're learning at the moment and, and kind of getting a grip with is the planning aspect of things and it's really helping everything to flow really really efficiently i think
1: it is exciting when you think about it because it's like we want to build something that's going to be sustainable yeah uh, that's going to be a, a blessing to other people to ourselves to our lives to our you know future spouse to our yeah. current
0: you know well your spouse your, your current oh, spouse my sorry yeah I was, spouse. I was,
1: <laughs> just to clarify i was probably more about you like going forward in the future like when you're married you know it's like we want to be a blessing
0: my future spouse, your current spouse.
1: Sorry, sure, yeah, yeah. And when I say current, I mean that's never going to end. Like that's not like current season. Like that is current for my life. Just for clarification, there, people are listening. <laughs> you know, we want to be a blessing to our families. That was, yes, we but, do. That, that says it better. Um, you know, and and going forward, so it's like when we want to put structures in place because we've got big plans and big ideas, and we need to be able to. We can't just do that off a whim. You know, it has to be. It has to be planned and just so we can actually start to work it out and be like, oh, the reality is it's going to take this long. And if, you know, we can do that and it's going to be okay, or we can take a little bit longer and it's going to be phenomenal or whatever the structure looks like, you know, when we actually start to plan it out, we can then start to see, like, this is how much time we've got. This is how much resource we've got. Can we make it work in this thing? You know, when we start to see and it's, you know, we map it out. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's really good.
0: Um and- No, I think you're right. And kind of on top, just to kind of follow on from that, I think the next episode, when we do our retreat, we should record a little episode where we debrief the whole year with everyone and we talk about what we're going to do in 2020 just so that people can kind of get a little bit of a uh, jumping in on what planning could look like for them um, and their team. You know, I know that there'll be lots of people – who they'll be doing that in their team at the moment and maybe in January doing some planning for 2020. And so we'll let you in on how ours is looking and um, we'll do that. So actually two weeks time, that's when we're on our retreat. And so we will jump people in on that one. And that'll be good. Have you got anything else to add, Josh, just as we close up?
1: Um, just lean into the season.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: Lean into the season of... Um not what the world says the season is, but actually what this is, this is a time of a a time of great joy, a time of, uh, you know, we, where we get to look back and look forward, you know, you know, we're looking forward to the future to the next decade. We've just had, you know, a decade, but in terms of like, you know, the, the world's place 25th of December or 24th, whatever country you're in as, you know, the day that Jesus was born. Um, and so, you know, regardless of the fact that that's not true, uh, (laughs) you know, like we remember we, this is the season to remember to remember him and you know rest take rest take stock of what this year has been where you're you know wherever you're at and and just be like okay like this is where i'm at you know this is who jesus is uh he's with me he came he came literally came to earth so that he could be a part of my life uh, and, and so that he would come so that he could then leave and send the holy spirit and it's like just lean into all of the nuances of this and the the joy and the expectation of what's to come. Um, and, and, you know, turn that around and, and look at that in your own life, the expectation of what's to come, what God wants to do in your life in this season and next year. It doesn't have to be a time of stress or anxiety or fear. I know it is for many people of like, okay, you know, there's a lot of rest, perhaps responsibilities or t- meetings with family that's stressful or an expectation of what it looks like to, to, you know, to get sort of certain gifts at Christmas. It's like, Hey, if you have other cash to buy presents, like that's fine. Like, we're probably just going to do cards this year to everyone. It's like, you know, just like just to, you know, it's like we could do presents, but it's like there's, we also have other goals that we want to do. Instead, it's like that's fine. But I'm not, I'm not less of a son to my parents because I can't get them a Christmas gift this year or something like that. It's like you know, let's. So I think just lean in and and, and enjoy. you give it. them
0: another grandchild, Josh. You're giving them a Absolutely. gift. No.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am the gift. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I say every year. I'm like, I am the gift, mum. <laughs> As I show, up. <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, I think that's so true. I think um, there's a lot. I think Christmas can. You got to make a decision to enjoy it. I think for a lot of people, there's so many different, you know, family dynamics and so much expectations and all that kind of stuff. And um, just kind of learning to um, go with the flow. And for me, like the thing I always remember, like. Um, you know, Emmanuel, God with us, like Jesus came to show us that he was, he, that God is Emmanuel and that he's a God that's with us. And I think, um, if you can take one thing away from this season, it is that God is with you. Um, Mm. and and he has drawn near to you. And that is not a historical fact, even though it is a historical fact, that is a tangible reality in the here and now that God is uh, with us and, um, You know, I think that's something that I'm stepping more like I'm trying to lean into myself is leaning into this idea that, you know, when I'm, um, when I'm going through stuff, when I'm facing challenges or growing pains or just the ins and outs of running a business and living life, you know, God is with me in that, you know, he is right there, you know, um, right there, right then. And and I'm sure he's experienced them. You have to think, like before Jesus started his ministry, he was a carpenter. And I'm sure he had payroll problems and cash flow problems and annoying clients. Not that we have any annoying clients if you're listening, that we're talking about other people. Um, you know, I'm sure Jesus had all that stuff. You know, he managed a team and they had arguments and yeah, you know, he all that kind of stuff. And Jesus has been there, done that. He's God with us, he's been there. And that, you know, just leaning into that is so helpful.
1: Oh yeah yeah come on that's good
0: come on all right i'm gonna we're gonna leave it there because uh we've got a tight week so uh yes we do we do we we plan to get this done in half an hour and we have hit the half an hour mark so we've finished it we've done well there josh well done
1: is it, uh, is it exactly half an hour basically yeah basically oh great basically half an hour. It, felt, it felt it felt meatier than that it felt longer
0: i think we're about 35 minutes but I'll, we'll call that half an hour.
1: okay yeah great brilliant all right
0: Hey everyone, bless you. Have an amazing week. And um we will catch up with you soon.
1: Yeah. See you later, guys.